Our topic for tonight is money talk. Right? It's going to be fun. We're going to talk about money. Last week, money talk sound like a right on time conversation mm -hmm. that needs to be had. You know, in marriage, it's about money. It's about sex and it's about communication. Mm -hmm. These are the real ones. These are the deal breakers. These are the things that are beneficial in helping our relationships stay yeah. together. So money, sex, and communication. So when we always uh, get into this area, this one is going to be light today, <laughs> but it's going to be good. Y'all chiming in like, yes, amen. right yes, on time. time. Amen. Yes, I need this. I need this. Most of the ladies is talking about your earrings, though. They talk about, I did not say earrings. anything. They talk about your That's earrings. because my BB girls is on one. I understand. So, <laughs> listen, tonight we're going to get into it. I want y'all to check this out. Tag somebody. I hope we will not get flagged. All right. This is the one and only Martin and Gina. This is before they are actually married. They're but engaged. They are engaged yeah. to be married and they're getting ready to have a <laughs> money talk. Gina comes into some money. They put the money in the bank account, split it. And when they get ready to split this money is something that takes place and that happens. I know most of y'all already saw this. And so it is what it is. Listen, there's one cuss word in here that I didn't even know was in here. I couldn't get it out. So if you never saw Martin before, close your ears. If you have, then don't try to be uh, extra. Come on, like get, you past heard this. get past right. it. Get so get this. All right, check this out. We, here we go. Money talk. Ask somebody, tag somebody. Let's get into it and comment while we go. Here we go. Well, 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 fine. Okay, well, I'm banging on it all day. Okay. All right, that's fine, Martin. The bottom line is, okay, how, how much money are you going to spend? Uh, $400. Unless you want to chip in your ducats, huh? Yeah. Since you watching it all the time, you can get a good TV for $400. Uh, <laughs> look, look, we on TV. What about? What about? Hushitashi 2000. Hushitashi! Hushitashi! I read an article on this. This is the biggest screen allowed by law. I think I may have found something I love a little more than Gina! Oh, it could be yours for about, excuse me, brother, look here, about $3,800 down. You made an excellent choice. Shall I take it to your car or have it delivered to your house? Slow down, Spartacus. Huh? Okay, uh, uh, we're looking at another TV, okay? What? Which one? Uh, right here, right here. Oh, the yeah. little one, huh? Uh -huh. We call that the Beach 200. <laughs> My mistake. You want that in pink or peach? Excuse me? What you want is a man's TV, huh? huh? Watch this, watch this. Huh? <laughs> I can help you, huh? Uh, what? I could lose my job for this, eh? Yeah. But for you, 3500 He's already starting to come down on the price, Tommy. Mm -hmm. 34 32 31 You're killing me, $3,000. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep down, down. 
absolute last offer. 2,900, no bucks. 24. to me this morning. It's not half Gina's. It's not half mine. It's all mine. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they have a joint no, account. They no, need to, no, it's just no, responsibility. Excuse me. Are y'all getting ready to buy that big screen TV? Because we'd love to come by and watch. Miko, hurry up with our damn TV, man. So funny, Hachi mm. Tachi, three thousand, two thousand. What y'all think? 2000, 3000. So I love this episode. They came into some money and uh, they put it in a joint account, and they're trying to decide how to spend the money. That was one of the funniest shows. Uh, every <laughs> time I see yeah. a big old TV, I, I think about Hachi the Hachi Tachi three thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the real talk is a lot of truth in that when it comes to how couples yeah. uh, manage and handle money, how they decide what priorities, you know, what uh, the other episode, the rest of the episode, if you look at it, Gina also went out and bought something. Uh, but her her purchase, of course, wasn't Nothing wasn't as there, elaborate yeah. as his purchase. Um, she is not taking it back and so forth and so on. But the reality is that when it comes to money, sometimes priorities are just different right yeah. and so when it comes to real talk in relationships and in family it has so much to do about having a good conversation about money and how you manage it and how you spend, spend it. it yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's very i mean it's an interesting conversation because i know that money <clears throat> excuse me statistically is one of the things that causes people to be able to have arguments or to bring an impasse in the relationship. So once you are able to talk about money, I think other walls are able to come down, <laughs> but you have to, you have to talk about money. You, and money just doesn't grow on trees and osmosis, it doesn't happen just knowing exactly where it needs to go. Yeah. So when it comes to having the money talk, like, do you get uncomfortable 
uh, when you start talking about money with your spouse? When you um, talk to your spouse, do you talk to your spouse before you make uh, major purchases or before you make certain purchases? What do y'all say? Um, before you make certain purchases, is there some a type of a, a conversation or some type of agreement? Or You get to talk, you talk to us before you spend money, right. or do you have the kind of uh, relationship or the kind of mentality that like I, it's my money, I made it, it's mine. That's separate, is different. Like, how does your house deal with it, or how does your house manage money? Do you talk to your spouse, or even do you talk to your friends? Because I love how his <laughs> friends. One of his friends was like trying right. to talk him out of it. One of his friends was trying to talk him into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes your friends will mm -hmm. influence the purchases that's being made in your right. house and impacting your house and also. Not even knowing that, well, I can't say that about one of them because Tommy did bring up the fact of the boundaries or what they were saving for. So you did have one friend that understood, but you had one friend that didn't care because they was going to benefit from the purchase. Yes, we talk about it. Yes, we talk about purchases, yes, large purchases. purchases. We agree. We, uh, we just had an argument 10 yeah. minutes before I clicked on about money. This is what I'm saying. Like, we don't want you to argue. I always check in if it's more than 100, most times 50, right? Check in. We talk about money before we spend a certain amount of money. Everybody got a certain amount. I think you should. I think you should. It shouldn't be a surprise if it's a big purchase. Right. Somebody else said, absolutely. It's our money. Right. So a conversation is always had before we make a major purchase. Somebody says, yes, we do talk about large purchases. So it's good. Nobody's saying, no, nah, we good. We don't talk about it. We don't deal with it. Or maybe just they not saying nothing, right? So like <laughs> if you talk about uh, money purchases before, do you think that you should connect your money? You know, I heard one person say, yes, it's our money. Uh, so many couples uh, nowadays do not con connect their money. They don't put their money together. They keep their money separate and manage uh, either the bills in their house. You know, every house has different rules. Right. We talked about that last week. So when you deal with that, you know, how do you how do you connect? Do you think you should connect your money together? Do you think that you should bring your money together? The money that's made in the house. Martin said at the end, it's not her money. It's not my, my money. money. It's, it's my money. money. You know what I'm saying? And it's like and it's funny because in the show, uh, the next part, she she put a certain amount of money in the joint account, but she also held a certain amount of money also. Uh, held a certain amount of money for what she called a rainy day. Uh, I know this is something <laughs> my wife and I talked about. Tyler Perry put in his movie, you know, it's like having a rainy day fund. Should a woman or a man keep a separate amount of money hidden from their spouse? Not having it, but hiding it, right? There's a difference from having it and hiding it. Should you keep a certain amount of money hidden from your spouse for quote unquote a rainy day? And what, what qualifies what for rainy a rainy day? day? In any relationship, here's the truth. Money is either the best or the worst area of communication in our, in your marriage. Money is either the best or the worst area of communication in your marriage. Now, let's talk about it real quick. Let's be honest. If you had to rate, is it easy to have a conversation about money or difficult? Is it tense? Is it one of the best fluid ideas when it comes to talking about money or because, or does it become a point of tension or a space of difficulty? In our relationship, we have grown tremendously in this area <laughs> because in the beginning, this was such a point of 
tension for our relationship. It was such a point of tension uh, to the point that when we got to the point in our in our courting where it was time for us to have the money conversation, you see, she's adjusting uh, for us to have the money conversation. Some of us, some of you heard us have this conversation with you before that this was one of the most uncomfortable conversations. My wife literally almost blew her engagement. She didn't know it, but she almost blew her engagement because of the wall that went up when we started talking about money and start having this conversation about money. Because for me, I could not marry her without having a money conversation. Yes. And it was an uncomfortable conversation. And I felt like he um, discerned it because he had he had the conversation at the water. <laughs> and I knew in that moment, the conversation, the, what he was asking me, I was trying to figure out why he needed to know. But I was grateful that I didn't listen to what Erica would say, but I listened to what I knew was needed for the conversation. And my husband saved me. He saved me financially. Great. So why do you think it's so difficult for people to have the money conversation? Money, again, the statement is, is either, the, either the best or the worst area of communication in our, in our marriages as a community. Why do you think that is so difficult, so challenging for people to have the money conversation? Why, after we had come to a point of our relationship, while they're answering, we had come to the point of our relationship, well, now it was time to talk about money with you. I didn't start off early about money, but when we got to that point, why after all the trust that we had built, the area that I felt, the the territory I felt like we had taken, why was money such a difficult uh, place for you to have a conversation about? Because I felt like all of the other things were things that I had shared with somebody else in a relationship, yeah. but my money was not one of them mm -hmm. because my money was, it was a control really. It, to me, it boils down to control. Mm. And um, and then the embarrassment of if you have any kind of debt that you don't want anybody to know about and where that debt came from. And I knew that my husband was a person that was going to get to the bottom line of it. And I just didn't feel like going there and having that conversation and revealing some things that I um, made some bad decisions and some other people were involved in it. So I think that it mainly comes from, you know, uh, lack of losing control. Uh -huh. And then also from just the embarrassment of whatever you might have accumulated or giving or or admitting that you do not have the IQ to um, to, to, to navigate. Yeah, but you might be just being hard on yourself. Maybe maybe it's not that you don't have the IQ. Maybe you just weren't taught. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because I, that's they still teach us IQ, though. Some level of intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, it I, does, I'm not saying that you're just like an idiot. It's right. just that you just didn't, it wasn't It wasn't something that was, that, that was necessarily taught to you. So, so when you consider this and you think about it, I mean, it's such a crucial and a critical conversation that unless you talk about money, have a conversation about money, learn about money, admit your faults and your failures and grow, study, be mentored, yeah. coached in those areas, you're going to continue to be in the same space yeah. that you've always been in. You know, so it's, it's interesting when a couple manages their money together, they're agreeing on their hopes, dreams and goals and how to reach them. Right. Yeah. So when people say we don't talk about money where well, you're not talking about money, you're not talking about your dreams. You're not talking about your goals. You're not talking Talk about, about your, your desire. Yeah. You just fussing about like it's so much it's so much left in your marriage that's unspoken when you can't have yeah. a money conversation. That is ridiculous. I mean, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes that bread is made for laughter, wine uh, for gladness and life and money answers 
all things. things. And sometimes people think that money answering all things is just about having money. Mm -hmm. But before you actually have money, you will have to talk about money. What would you do when you get it? Right. Yeah. Where are you going to put it? Like, what where are you, you going to place it? How are you going to live with it? How are you going to spend buy, it? Are we buying a house? Are, are we, we buying, buying a hachi tachi 3000? Right. Are we buying large appliances? <laughs> like, all of those conversations. Yeah. And I, I really, really believe in my heart that a lot of people that don't understand money, it really, really comes from. It's just it just was something that you just didn't see. Yeah. It was not a part learn. of or learn. Right. And it was happening in your house. It just never was a conversation that you were a part of or was taught that, yeah. which for whatever reasons, your parents might have had issues even talking about that, like maybe not even letting you know how much money they didn't have. And then when you get older, then now, you know, so how it's to like pay bills. Exactly. How to only maybe you never saw them pay bills. Everything yeah. just worked or, you know, they pay bills only when the red notice yeah. came in. I mean, so much of that I learned about money. Unfortunately, I did not learn from my house. I learned from my leaders. I learned from my pastors. I learned from mentors and coaches. The majority of the th I learned from books. I learned from podcasts, right? The majority of the things I learned from failure. The majority <laughs> of the things that I had to learn about money, unfortunately, I did not learn yeah. from my house. I did not learn from my father. My father taught me a lot of great things. He did not teach me about money. He, every time I asked him for money, he said, I don't I have none. You know what I'm saying? And it's like my mom taught me some incredible things about who I am and my character, but she did not teach me about money. And so, you know, the money talk, I think we do bring yeah. to our relationship an embarrassment about it. And, or, or if we managed it and then if we got it, then we flaunting it and we, you know, yeah. we flexing with it. And so I, I think that it's an important dialogue and an important conversation to have because when a couple manages their money together, they're agreeing on their hopes and their dreams and their goals and how they're going to reach them, right? Like putting money, your money where your mouth is. <laughs> that's right. Money, money, make sure you type that down, okay? Because money is just a reward for something solving a problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. Money is a reward for solving a problem. It's, uh, it's so much more to wealth than just money. Yeah. Money is just a component of wealth. And so when we have the money conversation in our marriages, in our families, essentially what we're having a conversation about is yeah. our hopes and our dreams mm -hmm. and our goals, right? How are we going to make it? If money is a reward for solving a problem, mm -hmm. then how are we going to gain money? What problems do our families Solve? How do we monetize the gifts? How do we monetize the talents that's in our home, right? How do we usefully manage and steward and protect yeah. the things that's in our house? And how do we use those gifts and talents to monetize our family to help us to reach our goals yeah. and our hopes and our dreams? See, money doesn't always have to be about fussing and complaining mm -hmm. and lack and want and need and bills. I mean, you're going to have those, but basically we have those uh, expenses to live, but they don't have to be mm -hmm. the interruption about our, our conversation or don't, don't have to be the meat about the conversation about our goals. And I, I remember when we first had that conversation, you felt like it was going to be about the failure or the exposure right. or the vulnerability when I really was just trying to get don't to you know what you was what you was getting into. Right. And not only know what I was getting into, but <laughs> you funny, not only know what I was getting into, but also <laughs> So no, like 
where where were we gonna go from yeah. here? You know, like because we were right. coming together wasn't just about what you had and what I had, and it wasn't just about bringing what you had and what I had right. together or accumulating what debt I had and what debt you had. It was about how are we gonna live from here? What are our dreams? What are our hopes? What are what are our goals? Right? And so when you when you think about monetizing the gifts and stewarding what's in your family, then you start you start you start thinking about how do we right. reward our family for solving a problem. Right. Does that and make sense? Also, and also with the money talk, you'll know what season that you're in. Right. Are we in this season where we're throwing all of our money, anything extra to our savings account because we want to do something right. with it. And there's a time, there's a time period for that. Are we making sure that, okay, then, we, you know, both of us are working, but then when we have children, then we're not going to work. And then if we're both of us are working, your check is going to be used to only for this, to be saving so that we can do this. So it's like you got, when you have vision, then you're able to put your money there because I mean, just reflecting, if I would have been open at the beginning of our marriage, I would have gotten out of debt sooner. But it took me like five or six years to get there so that I could relinquish because my husband had vision. He knew what it, what needed to be done. I have vision. I have vision before we have money. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I always say provision is, a, is connected to vision. Vision and provision go together. Provision is attracted to vision, yeah. right? Provision is attracted to vision. Having vision will attract provision. Provision is inside of vision. Vision is with inside of provision. Yeah. And so if you have no vision, the people perish. If you have vision, then provision comes. And so before we had provision, when we were upside down in the relationship or what I call, or she was making more money than I was making, it wasn't about who was making the most money because this was household economy. This was our stewardship of our economy and how we were going to steward the future and how we were going to be savvy and work together to accomplish our what? Dreams, our hopes, and our goals. Come on, everybody type that down. What are your hopes? What are our hopes? What are our dreams and what are our goals, right? Our hopes, our dreams, our goals, and how will we accomplish them? When people think about money, they're only thinking about trying to make more, yeah. make more through a job, through your work, right? So it's not just, it's just not about just the work or the effort of your hands. It's about the ambitions yeah. of your family, your family dynamic, your family assignment. Guys, I'm, we're just trying to get you to talk about the stuff yeah. that really matters, that the exactly. dreams, the hopes, and the goals. And so if you start talking about dreams, hopes, and goals, when money time. is mismanaged, it's usually because you try to derail the dream, the hope, or the goal. Yeah. It ain't really about you went shopping and bought the Hachi Chachi 3000. It's about, like Tommy said, don't you need this money for other stuff that you're getting ready to do? Like, isn't this what we're saving the money for a house for? A house for? So why are you buying shoes? Uh, if our debt, well, we can afford it. What about our yeah. debt-to-income ratio and all the dynamics that's connected to it? And so when you keep it focused on the hopes, the dreams, and the goals of the family, then those decisions get are guided by your financial right. we gotta keep going <laughs> oh.
So I don't know what happened. So in the process, <laughs> we just blacked out. We was like, what happened? So in the process of this development of this idea, if you keep the main thing, the main thing, yeah. the hopes, the dreams, and the goals, now you ask the question, does the money match? That's does right. the money match, right? Vision matches provision. Provision matches vision. If you want to know, Jesus said it like this. Jesus put it like this. He said, wherever your treasure is, your heart is also, right? Wherever your treasure is, your heart is be, will be there also. Look at your receipts. Look at your credit card statement. Look at your bank statements. Where do you spend money? Wherever you see receipts, that's where you see your love. Yeah. Whatever you care about, whatever matters to you, what, what, that's where your money follows your heart, your desire. Yeah. If you if, if you're in love with your spouse and your money is over here and her money is over there, Jesus said, Jesus, as a principle, where your treasure is found, there I can find your heart. Yeah. You can't say you gave me your heart, but you kept your money. Yeah. You can't say you gave me your heart. Our hearts are joined. Our hearts are joined, but our finances are separate. I'm not talking about managing finances right. separately because some households must manage finances separately because uh, because of circumstances yeah. and situations and all. Because you can manage them separately because one person is more savvy than the other person. But just because you manage it separately doesn't mean that you don't know. So what you have to eliminate is financial secrets. Everybody write that down. OK, everybody has to write that down. I cannot have financial secrets. Right. There can be no financial where your treasure is. Your heart will be also. You can't have financial secrets. It doesn't mean you can't have finances stacked over here and put in the shoebox and the other savings account, whatever. <laughs> You want to do i'm not getting into your business on that yeah, i'm saying do your spouse know no, about it. exactly do your they spouse know, know it. what it is where it came from no they don't know about it because if they knew about it, they'll try to spend it they can't they that no in the household management of stewardship just because it's here don't mean it's here to be spent it's set up for something and so the question is you can you cannot have financial secrets you cannot this whole i got secrets about stuff that you don't know about to somebody that share your blood share your last name share, having your children sharing your bed sharing your, all of these dynamics the, the the issue that came about in the conversation with my wife and i was really about the exposure of not having any right. financial secrets. secrets right and it was very very a very transparent moment because i feel like my soul <laughs> was coming out because but where your treasure exactly, is that's where your heart is your heart is and also you feel it, naked exactly and when i put it on the line and i put it out there i felt i really did feel relief because it was like it was the last thing right. everything else he knew about and that was really the last thing that i had not shared with him right and so you can't tell me that you love so so yeah. people don't realize you know it's like you tell god i love you but and, you can't, but have, you can't have my money right, right. you can't I, I believe in you god you, but now i ain't gonna support your work i can't i'm not gonna believe in your system right so you can't tell your spouse i love you but not my, but but you can't have my resources yeah. i'm gonna withhold my money but i want to be intimate with yeah. you i i, I want to share your last name i want to sleep with you on the how your babies i want to i want to make love to you but not but we can't share resources you know and so when when you can't when you have financial secrets you have to ask the question about is there really a level of intimacy right. and a real level of vulnerability yep. right yeah yeah you have to because if you have financial secrets in your marriage then that's one person knows something the other person don't know and the other person is spending out of a space 
based on secrets that, or based on lack of vision or what they understand about yeah. what they're after. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, you're doing good. I, what you mean I'm doing good? We're here together <laughs> tonight. Know, yeah, I'm, in, I'm doing good. good. And so the truth is that I cannot have financial secrets.